Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila presents College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Bell Ford. See us at bellford.com or visit the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Verizon Wireless. This is the 5G America's been waiting for. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. The ASU fans home away from home. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Whether it's a margarita or one of our specialty recipes, Roger Klein's is Arizona bread and ultra smooth. Summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPal, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. By M-Drive, you're not too old. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. And by NCHC-TV and the NCHC. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in hockey fans, specifically college hockey fans in the Southwest or anywhere that you may be listening to us uh, right now on the Podbean app or later on the download. We welcome you in. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, our Tuesday night show. We are recording a little early today, again, for a very good reason. It's presented, of course, by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine Tequila. Uh, either way, get the total wine, pick one up, and uh, listen into the show as we talk NCAA hockey. Scott Strandy, journey from Scottsdale, Arizona, on this early afternoon. And Paul Hornstein, my co-host as always, from beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul, uh, still beautiful out there or what? Uh, no. <laughs> you get a little snow? Yeah, I got a little. Okay, okay, uh, just checking. Got a little. I, thank God I have... Uh, children that I didn't have to browbeat <laughs> into shoveling because I, I can't uh, do that anymore. He shoveled yeah, four times between last night and today, so. <laughs> oh, I don't miss that a bit. You know, it, it, we're we're reaching close you to sure? the 80. Because it, because we might be I, 80 I, here, Paul, today. It could be uh, 80 for the first time uh, in a long time. So What, since December? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, folks, as we do our chit chat, I will tell you that today uh, hopefully is going to be a very memorable special day for us because, as always, we keep breaking ground, doing uh, things as uh, uh, first time, and uh, today is no different. We have a scheduled guest uh, coming on, the birthday boy, Ty Murchison, from the uh, U.S. National Under-8 team, uh, team that will be playing and Beautiful Arizona on Thursday and Friday against the Sun Devils. So uh, hopefully we're going to have Ty coming on here in just a minute. So if, if you hear we don't little, screw it up, if you hear a little Roger Klein's music for about a minute, two minutes going on in the show, don't panic. It's just enjoy uh, De Niro. And then uh, Paul and I will yeah. be back on with our uh, special guest. So uh, when that happens, you'll, you'll know. And um, hopefully we get everything done and do a three-way call and connect Mr. Murchison uh, with us and, Wish him a happy birthday and wish him the, the uh, first the first pre Sun Devil to uh, to become to face a Sun Devil. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, that's something like that. Well, uh, known pre Sun Devil, <laughs> right? Because Tanner right. Hickey may have played against ASU last year, 
I don't think Chris Grando played against ASU when he was at BC. I'd have to go back and look. Um, well, well, this and sure this is actually a, a commit, right? This is right. somebody that's committed to the program. Uh, Ty Murchison from Corona, California, been playing with the U.S. national team now for a few years. Uh, and under he has seventeen. Signed. Yes, he has committed and signed. So right, that's he is a Sun Devil. It's just a matter of does he come right. in next year or does he wait another year? So. Uh, Lots of things to talk about. He's a defenseman, a good puck-moving defenseman that can score. Um, sound familiar, Paul, to a number 39 we had at one time and a, a number uh, – well, what was Maniscalco? 24. 24. 39 and 24. And I've, I think I've got him coming on right now, so let's take a quick break and All we'll right. come right back with Todd. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans in the Southwest. This is uh, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And it's our pleasure to bring in uh, a birthday boy. So let us be the first ones from the Southwest to say happy birthday to Ty Murchison, the defenseman from the uh, U.S. National Under-18 team. Uh, Ty, Scott, and Paul with you. How are you? We're doing well. You guys are probably doing better than I am because we we have uh, 16 inches of snow here. So you guys being <laughs> in Arizona are probably doing better than I am. Yeah, I'm excited to get to some sun, sunshine. Oh, you and me both. You and me both. So, so Ty, when when do you guys get out here to uh, the beautiful desert southwest where we're going to be 80 degrees today? We leave tomorrow morning for Arizona, and then we uh, get a quick practice, and then the next two days we got games. Well, first and foremost, as you heard, we want to wish you a happy birthday, and I appreciate you coming on and talking some hockey with us tonight. So uh, hope your birthday is going well. It's going good. Just got a little practice 
this morning and have a birthday dinner with the family. Ah, very nice. So uh, let's let's jump right in there with the uh, hometown of Corona, California. Tell us a little bit about growing up and playing hockey in California, and then when you moved on and played other places. I mean, California was a great spot for hockey growing up. Uh, my dad actually owned a roller hockey rink. So I uh, actually didn't start ice hockey until I was 11 years old, played roller hockey my entire life, and then actually got recruited from roller hockey to to go play for the LA Junior Kings. And ever since that, I fell in love with the game of ice. Very nice. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Sorry? What was one of the, the, the first adjustments you remember having to make from going to roller skates to ice? I think just, like, the stopping and edge work, definitely. Because I could skate, I could, I could stick handle, but I think that first year was really just trying to focus on learning how the edges of the game. You know, there's a lot of people out here, Ty, that uh, that do play roller hockey as well in Arizona. So when was your first connection with uh, Arizona State, or when did they start talking to you and going like, hey, there's a chance to uh, to play NCAA hockey at, uh, at Tempe, Arizona? So I think they first reached out to me probably my Bantam years, so like 14s. Um, they were always – I always had a good uh, connection with uh, Fields, so I, I kind of kept in contact with him all throughout these years. You know, they've always, they always gave me calls um, every once in a while, see how I was doing, uh, how I was doing with college recruitment and all that. And, you know, they were always very patient because I wanted to take my time with the decision, make sure I was making the right one. So... crazy honestly i mean in california not a lot of people are like it's not really solely focused on hockey it's kind of more like football baseball so coming here and i mean all my neighbors play hockey everyone here plays hockey so it was definitely crazy it's i always wanted to live in a cold area that kind of was emphasized around hockey so there's awesome over there so you're gonna um, go ahead paul no i was gonna say and uh you have some of your teammates are there are also played with the junior kings. Uh, did it help having some guys that were familiar with your own background when you went to go play there? Yeah, definitely. Um, Aiden Hershock, who's on, who's also a defenseman on my team. Um, we're, we've actually been best friends since we were around eleven years old. So it was really cool to grow up on the same team and then eventually both get picked for this team. So. It was definitely a lot easier coming with someone that I've been so close with, but yeah. So Ty, let me ask you this: when you uh, when you come to the U.S. national uh, program under seventeen and now under eighteens, what what's that like? Give us a little f- a feel for what your everyday life is like as far as just playing hockey and and everything that goes along with it. It's definitely a commitment. It's a it's a fun one, though. I mean, we. We're here every morning. Uh, we're skating almost every day. We either we're in the gym every day. It's either a workout or some sort of recovery or mobility. Um, yeah, it's, it's a commitment, but you know, it's where you want to be at this age for, for your pro career. Um, 
So, I mean, definitely the spot I want to be in. It's, it's tough sometimes, but it's only going to make you better. And let me follow up that one uh, real quick with the fact that you've seen a lot of kids from Southern California now uh, blossom and get drafted into the NHL and, and play in the national team and play in the World Juniors and stuff like that. Um, how, how has that affected you? Has it made it a little easier transition uh, being from Southern California and getting a little bit more respect because of what's come before you? Yeah, I think I think over the last past couple of years, like in general, California has taken big steps in development, I mean, you got Cam York, Ryan Johnson, both first rounders that are from the same area as me. So it was it's it was a lot easier coming into it and a lot um, more inspiring just being able to look up to those guys and kind of follow along their journey. What? Well, I know Paul wants to talk uh, Sun Devil hockey and the chance to come out here, but when you committed to uh, Arizona State. Tell us a little bit about uh, how that all came about. You mentioned uh, your connection with Coach Fields, but um, talk a little bit about that and then how excited you were to see that you were going to get a chance to play them uh, this coming Thursday and Friday right here at Oceanside Ice Arena. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was with, I was talking to them for a long time. When it came down to my decision, it was just mostly about um, connection with coaches, what felt like home. And especially when I went and saw, got to see Arizona, like as soon as I stepped on the campus, I, I knew like it felt like home and had a hometown feel. Cause I mean, same weather, same kind of general area that I grew up in. Um, yeah, it was definitely exciting to, to hear, um, that we were playing them. I mean, my coach came up to me before they actually announced it and let me know. And I mean, we don't get many D1 games this year, so it's definitely exciting to see that we're playing the team that I'm going to be on next year. Um, you got to play Air Force earlier this year. What were, what were those two games like? Those were a really cool experience. I mean, Colorado's such a nice area. That Air, Air Force Academy is one of the nicest campuses I've seen, just a generally beautiful area. So. And uh, the competition was great. It was definitely a, a next step up from USHL and us playing like Division Three games. But ever since then, I mean, our team, our team speed, team chemistry, just intensity in the games has really taken another level. Just playing those D one games. Time. That's something that you guys didn't realize uh, before you played those two games that you guys could take it up to that next level. Um. I think we always knew we had it. We just needed an extra push. I mean, again, those those teams, you're forced to play faster. You're forced to, to make quick decisions. Um, and we've really translated from that game, from the, that those D1 games into the USHL. But it's ultimately led to more success in the USHL games. So, Ty, you, you said you had a chance to see the campus. I'm guessing you had a chance to take a tour of Oceanside and – you also know that the uh, the new building is under construction now. So give us your thoughts on First Oceanside and then the fact that you're uh, more than likely going to shot get a shot to play in that brand new building. Yeah, you know, I actually haven't been to Oceanside, Oceanside yet. I just, uh, I just <laughs> went for a quick day and just saw the campus. But um, I've seen pictures of it and stuff. And, you know, I'm excited to play there. It's going to be awesome going from that rink to the new rink in a year. Um, that new facility is going to be incredible. So I'm excited to, to be able to be one of the founding fathers of that new arena and build a legacy up in there. Speaking of founding fathers, the uh, the Sun Devils had a defenseman that's now uh, 
trying to get on a spot on the uh, the San Jose Sharks and Brinson Pashnuk. I don't know how much you know about Brinson, but um, a lot of people have told me anyway that that you may be very similar to his style. He was a a leader, a puck mover, a guy that could uh, play solid defense, but could also break it out and and score some goals. So how do you match up your game, and, and do you know Brinson or know of him? Uh, I do know of him. I haven't met him, but all I hear about him is how incredible he was and how much of a leader and um, how he really helped Sun Devils take uh, take their game to the next level and their, uh, their franchise in general. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's an honor to be compared to him. I, I hope I can um, help fill the shoes, the spot that he left there, and yeah. I, I know we're up against time, so I'm going to ask uh, a quick question here. When uh, Sun Devil fans get to watch you on Thursday and Friday night, uh, what can they expect to see from Ty Murchison? Uh, they can expect to see a, a solid two-way defender that's going to protect his teammates. I know those, those Sun Devil guys are going to be my teammates <laughs> next year. They're not going to be afraid to, to get into it with them a bit. Um I'm a feisty player. I like playing fast, so um, should be two two good games. Tell us, by the way, they have a, a guy or two on their team that likes to chirp a little bit, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, Coach, <laughs> Coach Powers was uh, letting me know to give it right back to them, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to ask you this question because you've been playing like the rest of us under this crazy COVID year of 2020. What's it been like for you guys uh, with the uh, the national team, and how many different things, and how many times have you been tested? Uh, we've been tested uh, too many to count. Honestly, <laughs> uh, good amount of, good amount of times, but um, pretty other than not going to a regular high school like last year, our schedule's pretty much the same. I mean, we've always kept it tight. We go to the rink for five or five six hours. Uh, we get our work in and go home after that so it's been a it's been a different experience but i mean it's been good for us because we've been getting a good amount of games and a good amount of training in so as we uh as we look forward to these two games and and i'll give you a little insight on oceanside it's tight it's confined the ceiling is very low you'll get used to that real quickly i'm sure but um what else do you know about your sun devil teammates and, and what do you think you guys have to do to to compete and maybe defeat them um, I've met a couple of the guys, uh, great guys, uh, Semic, Judson, uh, Sandhu, Doogie, um, all those guys kind of showed me around on my tour. So I'll definitely, uh, be getting into it with them and, uh, trying to get into their heads. But I mean, uh, yeah, I think we just need to play our game, play fast. Uh, we got skilled forward, skilled D, um, not, not play into their game. I think we just need to stick to what we do best, get pucks on net, um, have fun and hopefully we can uh, get two W's. So when we talk about how it's gonna mull over with my, <laughs> my new teammates. I beat them though. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just, just yeah. go out there and like coach said, give it right back to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so you're on your way out here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, you're gonna get out here in the sun and enjoy that for a couple of days and then um, you start looking ahead towards the end of your season and uh, your draft year coming up. So what do you know right now? People have been talking to you about uh, where you might 
get drafted uh, in the NHL draft? Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been talking to teams. Um, I think all of it's it's really up in air just because a lot of guys aren't playing. I mean, we're one of the few teams that's had the privilege of uh, playing so many games this season, so it's all over the place. Um, hoping for the best, and I'm excited for the draft. Excited uh, for U18 Worlds. Hopefully, win a gold medal, and after that, move to Arizona, get some sunshine, get out of the cold, and play some hockey. <laughs> Preach. Uh, yeah. We we can't wait to have you here, Ty. I know it's uh, it's your birthday. We're going to let you go and celebrate with the guys, but we appreciate you taking some time with us today and uh hopefully you'll run into at least me when we get to uh get when you get to Arizona. You'll see me a lot more next year, I'm sure. So, thanks for spending some time with us. Enjoy your trip out here, safe travels, and uh, enjoy that sunshine for a couple of days, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Ty. All right, folks, that's uh, Ty Murchison, the uh, upcoming uh, Arizona State Sun Devil. Uh, it's unusual, and Paul has said it before, that uh, this is the first time that we've been able to uh, to bring a pre-Sun Devil in to, um, to, to actually face his new teammate. So um, it, it's going to be fun. I, I just hope that the media is able to get in. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing him. If not, we'll, we'll watch the stream and, and keep up with that. So let's take another quick break, and Paul and I will be right back with you in about three minutes. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal. TV, your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season, leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on NCHC.TV. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said It's been running through my head Locked and loaded good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used and if you want to make the best margaritas or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila then roger klein's cancion tequila is the brand for you award-winning roger klein's cancion tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day find your bottle be it in arizona or elsewhere in the u.s Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. If you live in the Valley, you know that there are no shortage of options when it comes to eating Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste combined with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos, which are served all day, to the combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations 
from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving, like the new E450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and SUV sale. Voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona by Ranking Arizona, we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at bellford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to bellford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Canción Tequila, Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine, wherever you can find it. You know you can find it at Total Wine. Scott Strandy back here in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York, where he's probably out in his lawn chair today celebrating that beautiful warm weather and dryness that he's got out there, probably just getting ready uh, maybe for a little uh, Roger Klein's tequila this afternoon. But, Paul, how are you? Uh, I'm waiting for my bottle is what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Okay. The, The bottle's in the mail. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've heard that excuse before. <laughs> okay, so so as you as you know, I always after we have a guest on, I always want to throw it back to you because I want to get your opinion uh, on just what you heard and what you learned from young Mister Ty Murchison. Well, I, I I love and and I, I love that uh, he he told everybody what the coach had said about uh, playing his future teammates. Uh, because I had, we haven't had a chance to throw some of that stuff out into the discussion because Coach Power said the same thing today uh, at uh, his press briefing uh, where he told Ty, just go out and play your game. And, you know, if any of the guys in this team give you any crap, just give it right back to them. And, and, and we love that. I, I, I don't, you know, <laughs> uh, we do, we under, I understand, I, I, I do like, a little bit of trash talking. I'm not a big, you know, maybe it would be different if I was in, if I was a good athlete when I was growing up and I was a kid, but I wasn't, I was a grinder. So, um, and, and I do like in the right spots, a bit of chirpiness, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm glad that the coach, uh, was able to give it right back to him. And I don't know if people saw this on their Twitter feeds or I don't know where else they would have put it, but, uh, and the coach will not be behind the bench this weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not see that. Um, Why? He wants to watch from up top, or what's he want to do? No, he will be watching from home like us. Oh, no. No. Okay. He is the only one in his household that did not test positive. Oh, 
goodness gracious, I did not hear that. Well, we just found out earlier this afternoon. I mean, well, uh, the the press briefing that he usually has is at two o'clock Eastern time, and you know we just got on here. At, we got on here at five. So, um, yeah, the his wife and uh, everybody else in the house they, they have tested positive. Uh, he said his well, kids were asymptomatic, um, and well, first, he's still testing negative. So. Um, first things first, though, let's talk about the health of the the, the kids and Jessica. We want them, uh, of course, in our thoughts. Yeah, well, he says and, they're fine. And Coach, too. Well, that's good. That's good. We want it to stay that he way. Said, we want Coach to stay that way, too. So I was unaware of that. Thank you for bringing that up and letting us know. Um, yeah, he said it, that it's going to be the unusual. Only one... Oh, yeah, it's going to be very unusual. It's going to be very weird. Um, uh, and coaches watched practices that way all week. Wow, and 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 I think that kind of has given him a, a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah, you're watching it from a different angle, and he actually said he goes, "I got to see some things that you probably won't see if you're on the ice with a whistle." Right. So I thought that was an interesting uh, a comment from the coach. Um, well, let's and, let's get into let's get into the details of the press conference in just a minute. I want to finish okay. up uh, with Ty for a couple minutes here, but um, you know what impresses me most, Paul, is he's he's seventeen, just turning eighteen today, his eighteenth birthday, and he takes the time to come on the air with us and uh, and chat hockey, and you can tell his love for the game like he can all these guys. But how well spoken for a seventeen, just turning eighteen year old. So I don't know if these kids are getting coached up. They have to uh, be. Or I, if, if they're just, you know, they've been around the media so much that, that they're getting used to it. But he was absolutely comfortable, I thought, uh, chatting it up. And he's going to be a big boy. He's 6'2 right now, 189. He said he likes to mix it up. He likes to protect his teammates. And uh, anybody that watches Arizona State Hockey knows that's a welcome addition at any time. Oh, well, sure. I mean, um, you know, and they've managed to do it this year. Uh, without taking the penalties, which yeah, is and not always something they were able to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other thing that I took away, Paul, is he is uh, pretty confident he's going to be a Sun Devil next year. So I don't know how everything's going to fit and how the puzzle pieces oh, are going to work. But you know, we, we hey, say this all we, the we'll time. We'll take him. We will take but, him oh, right sure. away. Sure. I mean, we we talk about this all the time, and and I don't know what any coach would be allowed to say about how they do it. But man, I would love to sit here I would, and, and, and have a conversation with a coach. And if not, obviously not the details, but just kind of what that process is, you know, because you're constantly juggling, especially in hockey. I, I, I don't see it as much in the other sports, if at all, uh, Juggling when guys can come in and play and, and and when they should come in and play because of the X factor of junior hockey that kids are not coming in straight at 18 usually. So it it, it you know for process geeks, that's you know, that's that is a, a, a tremendously intriguing process and if you look at the quote-unquote recruit lists i mean we said we say it all the time asu's got like 16 guys 
Yeah. I don't know where they're going to play. <laughs> I, I wear, like I said, Oceanside's going to have to build an extra locker room or something. <laughs> well, the bottom line of it is uh, they're still only going to have 20 on the ice at the, uh, on the bench uh, for every yeah. game. So there's going to be some competition oh, for sure. sure, no matter what happens. Uh, for sure. Uh, the other thing, uh, Paul, that I took away with the, the conversation with Ty was he, he learned roller and uh, played that he set up until he was 11. So um, you play roller, you start, you asked him, you know, what the biggest adjustment was. And obviously it would be stopping uh, because you stop completely differently uh, right. skates than you do on rollers. But um, that's really beginning to catch on. Uh, I also um, asked him about the Southern California influx uh, with Cam York and guys like that that are uh, getting drafted in the first round and making names for themselves and, and how uh, that's making the transition for him. And he, he agreed it was, uh, it was very helpful to have guys that were making that jump. And, and now, um, you know, the, the, the NHL teams are starting to look a little closer at Southern California because there's some talent down there. Well, you're seeing more and more of it play college hockey too. Oh, without um, a doubt. Without a doubt. And speaking of that, when's UCLA getting an NCAA team? USC, uh, Oregon, Washington, Stanford, San Diego, Utah. UNLV, Utah. <laughs> you went there. I was going to leave Nick out of this, but you went there. So No, I'm not going to leave Nick out of it because I know he would prefer to have NCAA hockey as much as anybody. Of course. Um, you know, I mean, uh, it's just – you can go up and down most of uh, – a lot of rosters and see California players on NCAA teams, even on the, even on the, uh, the, the lower end of the D one scale, you'll see it. So, I mean, um, and actually it's better for ASU because you can't tell me that that's not going to be an edge for ASU. Because as we say all the time, I don't want recruits here to play for the, the, the that are coming here just for the weather. Mike took us. It's the first thing they all say. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting when he said he never, he did not make a trip over to Oceanside on his visit here. But uh, one final thing uh, on the conversation with Ty Murchison, um, and we didn't really have time to get into it. I didn't want to keep him too long because uh, they have a very strict schedule and it being his birthday in the hole. But yeah. um, they played some future Sun Devils as well. Uh, team, the team, U.S. National Development Program because they played Dubuque, right? Which has uh, a Stewart. They played right. the Steel, which has a Doan, right? So they played some different um, players or different teams with future Sun Devil players as well. Uh, the interesting part, though, is he said, you know, this year we haven't gotten a chance to play as many NCAA Division One uh, teams. Yeah, and I thought that was a Air very Force interesting, a, a very yeah. interesting. Uh, uh, a little piece of the conversation there uh, where they saw firsthand uh, the difference between playing those teams and, and an NCAA team. And uh, I like the fact that he said, you know, we, we saw what, what it takes and that helped us step up our games. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And it, it's interesting. That's a good group of kids, but, but they look forward to, matchups against the NCAA to get better. And and you can see when I asked him about his future plans, first thing that came out of his mouth was that uh, 
world under 18s or or that he was going to play in at the end of the year. He he wants that gold medal. He wants to wear that that USA good. jersey and, and put a gold medal around it. So good for him. Good. Is right. He's uh he's a class act. I'm glad we we're able to get him on. I'm, I'm looking forward to him seeing the Sun Devil jersey down the road. I don't want to give. I don't want to put the Malike on him, but uh, maybe he'll be the first uh, Sun Devil to play in that big big junior tournament. Yeah, maybe he very well could be. And uh, the other thing is, he he may be the first first round NHL draft pick of a, of the Sun Devils. Well, I I you know that's that is that is pure speculation too. But well, of course. Uh, but what what do we do here? We speculate, right? Well, yep. that's nice. <laughs> be nice. Okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> let's take uh, another quick two minute break, and then let's come back and let's talk about. Uh, our good friend Frank Saratori and the Air Force Falcons notching a win, their first win of the season. Look out, folks. He's approaching mm-hmm. 13 games, and you know what happens after that. He starts moving forward to check on that uh, win-loss record. Uh, we'll find out. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Hi everybody, this is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products for being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from your sports gear and and your gym and all that stuff. Um, In in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Um, It is exclusively for use on your skin, whereas our other uh, products have been exclusively for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear. Uh, this product is available here at my shop. It's available on my website at www.oxypow.com. And you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. 
All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly recorded just a little bit earlier today for good reason. We have a uh, special guest on today, uh, Ty Murchison, the uh, young defenseman, the future Sun Devil commit for the uh, U.S. National Under-18 team, celebrating his 18th birthday today. So we said we'll do it a little early. We'll bring Ty on. We'll talk about his trip to uh, to uh, Sun Devil Nation and uh, Oceanside Ice Arena on Thursday and Friday night. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona. Paul Hornstein uh, still out on the lawn chair, uh, relaxing on beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, I guess the weather's probably warmed up to maybe close to the 40 mark or so right now. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm all wrong? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... So there's okay. okay I, I opened the can of worms. Tell us what it's like, what it's been like for the last couple of days on Long Island, New York. Put your head in your freezer and you'll find out. <laughs> okay, folks. Uh, I guess that, that kind of lets you know where things are. Uh, in, in College Hockey Southwest Weekly, we added uh, three new teams this year. If you don't know by now, shame on you. Uh, second of all, uh, it, it's it's been a lot of fun to add. Uh, Air Force, Colorado College, and Denver to our uh, NCAA coverage along with our Arizona State Sun Devils. So It's a lot more fun when they actually <sighs> play, though. Oh, isn't it, though? <laughs> and, and you know what? I know you love these games that are played all during the week. I but, do. But doggone it. Uh, I set up this Sunday show to be a reaction of what happened on the weekend, and I was all fired up for it. And now Air Force gets their first win, and they get it over Bentley in overtime on a Monday night. <laughs> well, listen, you know you doesn't take much to get a reaction out of me, so what difference does it make what the reaction is? <laughs> I hear you. I, I wasn't just saying you, though. I wanted oh. us to give reaction to our listeners from oh. the weekend, so it's when it's fresh, right? It's Friday night, Saturday night, well, then listen. Sunday night. You tune into us, and you hear us babble about all the things that we saw and all the things we like and don't like. Uh and now uh, things are happening Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And you never yeah. really know. Right. Let me know when you get to the bad part. And also, when you record your shows uh, during the daytime, like we're doing today, uh, you tend to get cut off by phone calls coming into your phone. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I ignore those, so it doesn't matter. Well, I ignore, I ignore them too, but it cuts out my, my sound quality for a minute. Oh, so well, if, that's that, all right. if that's happened to you folks, I apologize for that. Um, okay, Paul, you, you had a chance to at least, uh, I don't know if you saw any of the Air Force game or just heard it, but uh, you did some recap on it. So let us well, know how the Air Force Falcons got their first one of the season. I had to watch the game on replay. Oh, I love replay. The game was supposed to start at 5 o'clock. And because of the weather, and, you know, I don't check my phone that early in the day, they played it earlier. They, they actually played it at 3 o'clock. So I had to watch a replay. Um, uh, the, the Air Force really was the better team in that game. Uh, they outshot Bentley 37-27. And yet they fell behind about midway through the third period. And you're saying to yourself, especially uh, after uh, Bentley got a power play goal at the midway point of that game. And you're saying to yourself, man, oh, man, is 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 this going to happen again? You know, is, is Air Force going to struggle to score goals? And, you know, they're now they're down three to two. And, and you're saying to yourself, you know, they're not going to give up, but. 
just having trouble scoring goals. And then just as you're done saying that, whammo, they tie the game uh, less than a minute later uh, to end up sending the game into overtime. And if, if you you had a chance to see any of the game, uh, the, the goals that Air Force got were those good kind of coaches' goals where guys are driving to the net and guys are forcing turnovers and, and guys are making uh, those good – uh, you know, those good little subtle plays that win you games. And yeah. so I'm those sure that important. Coach Saratori is very <laughs> happy. Well, yeah. Um, you know, they, they got a turnover in, 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 behind, behind the Bentley goal and, and, and got one. Um, one of the goals that Air Force got was a real snipe. So they got a, a, a real mixed bag of goals, you know. They had uh, one of the goals was – you know, they they threw some traffic in front of the net, shot the puck at the net, which we say all the time in hockey. You know, to there's if you have no other choice but what to do with the puck, throw it at the net. Yep. You nothing know, bad we, happens when it goes at the net. Well, yeah, well, nothing nothing bad happens usually. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> you take your chances, right? Right. And then, you know, and then three on three overtime is is just a crapshoot. I mean. Uh, you know, it's get a two on one, baby. That's all they ask for. Well, just, you know, it is, I mean, it's, listen, it's better to shoot out, you know? <laughs> is it? Um, yeah, I've I know. Heard I, you I, mention that. That. I know. Um, <laughs> but you know, you, you know, you, but to get that game into overtime and like I said, air force deserved to win that game. And I am sure that the coach has to be relieved that he got one. Uh, and now they are uh, getting ever closer. <laughs> they have 11. That big, giant, magic number. <laughs> they have 13. 11 games under their belt. They've got yeah, uh, six remaining on the schedule. They're 1-9-1 yeah. overall. Uh, go on a little bit of a run, get hot. Get into your tournament. Are they having the Atlantic Hockey Tournament? Do we know that yet? As far as we know, yes. Okay. Uh, they're not. They're, Get, they're not going to. They're not doing it in Manchester. Yeah, I heard where that. They've backed out of an NCAA regional. Uh, the other three are still scheduled to play as as they were going into the season. So nobody's uh, listened Forces, to me yet and moved it all right to the pod in Omaha. Uh, well, they talked about apparently doing that in Pittsburgh. Okay. But at least for okay. now, they haven't decided to do that yet. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you know, now Air Force gets to play some home games, which they haven't really had a chance to do. Uh, the coach made a few comments about that after the game, apparently, because um, we know that uh, Coach Saratori is usually a shy, reserved guy when it comes to. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not gonna. He's gonna play two more at Holy Cross, and then he's gonna play the last four of the season okay, at I the Air they Force Academy. Games knock up, on, so. yeah, knock on wood. The last four are gonna be at Air Force. Um, okay, so our our good friends over at Colorado College will not be playing this weekend. Uh, nothing scheduled for them, but Denver will be hosting Omaha, and uh, that will be a series to keep your eye on. Well, Denver's got to start winning games. I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying, my friend. They're, 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 I'm sure that they have the 
pedigree where the where whoever the committee is, and they haven't invited me yet. Why I don't know. Um, you won't go. You won't. You won't go to that little shack on Lake of the Woods in northern Minnesota on the Canadian border in official. There's no way they're that's having the, that there. There is. Oh no, no that's way they're, they're gonna have it. Didn't you hear, Jess? There is no <laughs> way they're gonna have that there. I promise. Um, you and here's what you could do, Paul. You could go to that, and then in your spare time, you could skate two and a half miles around the communities. Really? On what? Because. <laughs> I mean, I might still have my my roller skates in the in the garage. No, 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 not in northern Minnesota in the wintertime. You use ice skates, two and a half miles of of ice paths that you can go around through the Warroad area and see a beautiful scenery at about fifteen twenty below zero. Um, do you have a gun to my kid's head? Because that's the only <laughs> way you're getting me to go there. Okay. Anyway, they didn't get you yeah. on the committee, but go ahead. No. Um, so, I mean, Denver's can only depend on that pedigree for so long. I mean, they're three, they're six, nine, and one overall in, 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 on the season. And, you know, if you finish, let's just, you know, if you finish one game under 500 and you're Denver, Considering the the where Denver was considered to be at the start of the season, you might be able to get away with that in this non pairwise season. But if you stay four and five game three and four and five games under five hundred, you're not getting in. Well, then let me tell you what they must do because they must start this weekend and sweep Omaha because they have North Dakota in Grand Forks the following. Uh, weekend the 12th and 13th and then they're going to have to come home and they're going to have to beat Colorado College twice on the 26th and 27th if they want uh, to achieve what you're talking about they must achieve if they want to advance to a tournament so okay let me ask you this real quick Uh, you've had a chance to see a lot of college hockey this year Paul you've seen the NCHC you've seen the Big Ten you've seen the Independence Atlantic hockey Um, which hockey this particular season which conference NCHC, Big Ten. Which one do you like better between those two? Which one is the more competitive, the better? Which team? Which one is going to get more teams in the uh, NCAA tournament, in your opinion? Well, my guess is that the NCHC will get four teams. Don't they? Always? I mean, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, does that make them, quote, unquote, better? I don't know. Well, here, the reason um, I, I asked that question, I've Paul, seen, I've seen the, the the top three teams in the Big Ten go up and down. Uh, they, you know, but there are a lot of factors involved. They were missing players. But but here's why I ask: because this year everybody's had to play within their own conference, with the exception of the Big Ten, right. uh, which has had Arizona State right. uh, play all their teams. But uh, has it risen the cream to the top, so to speak? because they've battled against each other? And have you noticed anything different? Or are those two conferences just pretty close to equal? Uh, I, I, don't, if, I don't know if equal is the word I'd use. They definitely play different styles. So maybe that makes it hard to match up. I, I think uh, the NCHC teams, at least to this untrained observer, seem to be a bit faster 
the Big Ten teams seem to be fit more physical? Fair assessment. Um, let me ask you this then. We watched the uh, the NCHC pod, which I still think was the way to do it, no doubt. I think that was the way to start the season under COVID circumstances. I understand it's difficult for other places to do it, but uh, do you think other conferences are looking at the NCHC now and going like, dang, I wish we had done that. I know the Big Ten hasn't lost any real game. Paul, do you think that was uh, was something that uh, should have been considered by other uh, college conferences? Well, it might have been. I mean, we don't really know. I mean, uh, it's been a crazy year, and and, and maybe uh, if you look at it, the Big Ten or Hockey East could have done that. I mean, those teams are close enough to each other where it, could have, where it could have been done. But they decided not to. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, for, um, and for the most part, Hockey East, outside of uh, BU and UMass Lowell, uh, they've gotten most of, they've gotten a lot of games in. Uh, maybe not as much as the Big Ten or the NCHC, but they've gotten a, they've gotten a bunch of games in. Well, yeah, outside of BU and, and Lowell, um, you know, I I we can't, I can't even begin to explain the ECAC, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> well, one thing we know, Arizona State's played their fair share of games. They played twenty. <laughs> yeah, they played the most in the country. We say it uh, oh, shockingly enough. Uh, unbelievable. Okay, so the last uh, six minutes here or so well, of the Bowling show. Bowling Green has also played 20 games. Okay, okay. There you go, Bowling Green and ASU. So the last six minutes of the show or not, give us a recap of what you heard. You started to a little earlier, and then I so rudely interrupted you. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you heard from uh, the coach on at Arizona State on his looking forward to seeing – uh, a game in Oceanside, even though he won't be there. Um, well, that's that's give, it's give funny. Us... That's the that weird part, right? Uh, they're they're <laughs> so looking forward to being at home, and uh, well, coach, uh, you got to be home for three weeks. Um, you know, it's the he said the players have been uh, really excited and really uh, gung ho and ready to go and gotten. Excited about just being in a home game routine, you know, um, to where, I mean, I don't know how other schools have played games and, and, and whether or not they've had to. I think the snow may have up. gotten you. You're, drift, you're, drift, you're drifting in and out. Maybe the snow Are got we? to you or you're falling Maybe in. the snow did. I don't know. Could be, could be <laughs> okay, the, the technology you're back. too. Okay. Yeah, you're um, the U.S. Development team plays college teams every year. Okay. I don't yes, know do. if the college teams look at that as a quote-unquote day off or not because they're not playing a college team. I, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you could, but, I mean, it's, it's human nature, I guess, because it's a quote-unquote exhibition game. So you could see where that might be uh, – 
the case here and there. I don't think that'll be the case this weekend. I think these guys are really excited to play a home game. Jared Gurley said so. Matthew Copperwood said so. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, they are going to allow family members. Yeah, I saw that in your notes that you sent me that they are going to allow. They are going to allow. Family. They haven't made the decision on media photographers yet, which is uh, well, yeah, but well, they don't care about that. But uh, yeah, that's I do. You know that. Well, you do, but <laughs> Zach does. <laughs> Zach does too. But you know, I mean, it, 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 for the most part, people don't care about that. Um, and this is oh come on! To... Every now and then, Paul, people want to see me sitting below my rafter. Well, you know. Can I? Say, I mean, maybe they want to see you, but maybe you could just send them pictures. Yeah, I it'd could, be I've almost the same thing. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, but for example, say Matthew Copperwood, his sister is going to see him the f- play for the first time as a collegian. Matthew Copperwood has got uh, a lot of goals scored in the NCAA as well. He's still up there among the leaders. He's tied yeah. for second right now. Well, it's it's it, his. He said his dad got to watch him play at Notre Dame. So maybe it's the dad thing and not the Notre Dame thing that gets ah, him to score all those good. goals. Nice one. Nice tie-in. You like that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah you know, that's good. You know, they're almost completely healthy. Now, the only one that won't play this weekend is uh, Willie Neerham. But Coach said he should be back 100% for Michigan State. Uh, and they were playing with 11 able skaters. That, that's a Minnesota. He was, he, he, you know, they, they, he goes, we don't, we didn't want to, you know, like say this then because we didn't want to make it sound like it was excuses, but it was, they really only had three defensemen that could, that were really physically capable of playing in that series against Minnesota. How, how do you play against Minnesota? Like, oh, that? I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why Minnesota got double digits both nights. I would think so. Well, and you know, when we had Bronson Moore on, he did allude to that, that the guys were hobbling. Remember when he was telling us about the yeah. guys hobbling around from practice to yeah. the hotel? And he said, if you'd have seen him, you wondered how they ever got their skates on and, and played How'd they the get game. them off? Forget about getting them on. How'd they get them <laughs> off? Because <laughs> what little experience I have with putting ice skates on, uh, to me, that was always worse than getting them on, was getting them off. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so let's quickly recap uh, the schedule for Arizona State as they uh, look to this stretch run, if you will. They will play Thursday and Friday at Oceanside against uh, the U.S. National Team Development Program. Then they will go uh, to Michigan State, uh, 13th and 14th, then the 19th and 20th at Penn State, the uh, 25th and 26th of February in Michigan, and then March 3rd and 4th, they will close out their regular season at Ohio State. Yes, folks, you heard me. If you haven't been listening all season long, those are all at games with the exception of the U.S. NDTP. And those are pretty condensed, too. So it's not like uh, there's a lot of time in between those games either. Uh, less than a month, Paul. They're going to they're gonna start on the road on the February 13th, and they're going to finish it up on March 4th. Yeah. It's about so, three and a half I mean, weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about not a lot of time. You're talking about uh, a situation where uh, at least they'll be healthy now going into it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, as the season goes on in those eight games. Do they uh, Are they able to stay healthy? It would be nice to see 
because uh, the one week that they had uh, Matthew Copperwood and Johnny Walker healthy on the ice at the same time. Looked pretty uh, impressive, at least on the PP, and, didn't they? And, and like uh, power play, yeah. And so um, we're looking forward to that, and and and, and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, it's do or die time now for Denver, uh, Colorado College is. We lost you. We lost you. He's drifting in and out, folks. I think the snow has finally got to him on Long Island, New York. Um, okay. Uh, I will wrap the show up. I'm not Paul Hornstein, so I do not have that fancy little wrap, but I will say, Paul, are you still there? I don't hear him. Uh, I don't know if we lost him under a snowbank somewhere, but um, anyway. Oh, I'm right here. Oh, okay. He's right here. Go ahead and take it away before we lose you again. And we'll say thank you, of course, to the U.S. National uh, Development Program uh, for um, allowing us to visit with Ty Murchison today. That was uh, a lot of fun. We look forward to, see, forward to seeing Ty not only this Thursday and Friday in Arizona, but for many, many more hockey games in Arizona in the future. So big thank you to the birthday boy, Ty Murchison, for joining us. Big thank you to Paul Hornstein and, of course, all of our great listeners out there. This was recorded earlier, so you will get it at the regular time, 7.30 p.m. on the Podbean app, and you'll be able to download it just a bit earlier today as well, anywhere you get your podcast. Take it away, my friend. Roger Klein's Cancio and Tequila is presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G ultra band for business that America has been waiting for. Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, the presenting partner of the Sunday Special. Tell our friend Kevin what Ice Time Hockey SW sent you and let him show you the Belfort difference online at belfort.com or the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Buy summer skates. Fall, winter, doesn't matter. We still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Behind the Mask and its three Valley locations, in line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at behindthemask.com. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy Burrito Express, our homemade recipes to your table. Great taste, great value. M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You, M-Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. By College Bar and Grill in Tempe, by ASU fans for ASU fans. And by the NCHC, every game in the pod, on the road, or at home. NCHC.TV has you covered. Go to NCHC.TV and subscribe. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. 
Very well done, my friend. As we went on a little early today, as I said, this will be up live at 7, or not live, but recorded at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. You'll be able to listen to it like you always do. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks again to Ty Murchison. We look forward to seeing him uh, live hockey in the Valley at Arizona State, Oceanside Ice Arena, Thursday, Friday night, uh, ASU versus the uh, U.S. National Development Team Program. Um, Coach Powers won't be there, but we will hope to be there and bring it all to you. Stay tuned for our Sunday night show, and Paul and I will give you the reaction from everything that happened this week. Good night, everybody.